I wondered, reading about the college discussions, whether one day people would put a trigger warning on my fiction. I wondered whether or not they would be justified in doing it. And then I decided to do it first. Neil Gaiman. The idea that you have to be protected from any kind of uncomfortable emotion is what I absolutely do not subscribe to. John Cleese. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. And before we get any deeper into this, I just want to say this episode being about trigger warnings, this is my trigger warning for our trigger warnings episode. It's funny that you say that, because this is going to be also a versus episode. I am taking the stance that we should at least consider putting trigger warnings in our fiction. And I'm taking the stance that it should be obvious without needing a page to put it down. And protecting your audience from uncomfortable emotions does not help them heal. This is an increasingly hot debate within the writing world. It's part of the reason we decided to take it on, and especially part of the reason we decided to take it on as a versus episode, because it is a debate. There are a lot of reasons that a trigger warning devalues your writing. And then there's the other side that says we include trigger warnings so that people don't pick up a book and encounter a situation from which they are still trying to heal. So I will start by saying we do include trigger warnings in our podcast. Whenever we are going to cover a difficult topic, such as murder, sexual assault and address those topics within the writing sense, we do include those warnings. If you're not going to write about those things, then you don't need to worry about hearing about those things. And I will say that even though we do mention at the beginning of our episodes when we're talking about sensitive topics, we don't do that in our books. I can't imagine that having a trigger warning in the front of the Modako anthologies would serve the story in the least. It's obvious by chapter two, all of the triggers that are going to be coming up, but that's enough time. So I take the stance that trigger warnings can be useful because if somebody is especially recently recovering from certain traumas, they don't necessarily want to re-experience those through the lens of a story just yet. Having a trigger warning near the beginning of the book or in the synopsis or wherever it is helps them say, hey, there's this scenario in this book. You may not want to pick it up if you're not ready to deal with this yet. I can maybe understand if someone's purchasing the book for someone else. Grandma is purchasing a book for their teenage daughter, wanting to know that there's an issue in there. But Really, that's not on you to use up an extra page in your print book to just go, guess what? The book is called She's Being Raped. Let's put a trigger warning in saying she gets raped. But you can, as an author, as someone who is branding your own story, you pick who's reading your book. No 12-year-old kid is going to be reading anything I write. You don't know that, though. A 12-year-old kid could pick up your book and go, oh, that looks pretty, and want to try reading it. See, they might pick up yours because yours has nice, pretty colors and high contrast and such. 
Mine's fairly forthright in the genre that it's in. The cover helps be that trigger warning without being in your face about it. I will say there are different levels to trigger warnings. For a movie, you have a rating. For TV shows, you have this is meant for mature audiences. On Netflix and a lot of the streaming services, they're starting to put exactly what it was rated for and those different kinds of things, whether it's nudity or violence. In the one show I'm watching recently, Merlin, they just put substances. Because they're not drugs, they're just magical substances. (laughs) So the idea that there are trigger warnings in every other kind of fiction is already there. It's been there for 20 years. Why can't we have some sort of rating system, some sort of warning system for our fiction? Even if it's just on the back saying like, hey, this is probably like an 18 plus book because there's explicit scenes or something. Again, that should be obvious from the blurb. I disagree. I mean, okay, I will say it should be obvious from the blurb, but if you look at Sarah J. Moss, the extremely popular Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses, that was written originally as a YA. Later in the series, it suddenly turned to new adult and got very explicit. So you still have the same covers, you have the same kind of blurbs. But if you have a mom picking up a book to see if this book is okay for her 14-year-old to read, and she just reads the first one, it's like, okay, yeah, cool, that's clean content. And then all of a sudden, two books in, and there's explicit sex scenes in there. See, that's a bad plan. Switching genres within and switching target audiences within a series is a bad plan, regardless of if there are triggers or not. It's not like three books in, they're going to carefully read the trigger page before moving on. They're just skipping ahead to the good part. I absolutely agree with you. That is a bad plan. However, it has happened with multiple things where these books, these stories look like YA, but they're actually NA. What if that extra information isn't there? Then I'm not sure a trigger warning would be the solution to the problem. Go, oh, by the way... My trigger warning is 75,000 words, here's the book. Because this and this and this happens to the character. That's what the book is. (laughs) I don't think that you need to explicitly state exactly what is going to be in the story because Lee does have a point that in some cases it does give away the story itself and it undermines the intention of setting up those scenes. However, you do need to be aware of the potential impact your story has on someone unaware that that is going to be part of the story. So whether or not you include a trigger warning, you do need to have some kind of system, some kind of way for them to be aware that they're going to encounter difficult topics. So if you don't want to include that trigger warning, there are things that you can do to make sure the right audience is coming to your book. Things like making sure your cover is clearly not cartoon kids frolicking through the hand-drawn grass. It's a young woman with her hands bound by rope. Or it's a type of image and a type of title that conveys this is for mature audiences. You can also do things like include other things on a similar maturity level, including swear words in your story will help people know right away this book is for me or this book isn't for me. 
Finally, make sure you include references to that particular type of trauma within the first act. You don't want to spring it on them at the very end. I will concede that. But your trigger warning is in Act 1, where you're establishing a lot of that information. If you do want to include some kind of trigger warning for your audience, it doesn't necessarily need to be in the book itself. It can be within your promotional stuff, on your social media, on your website. You can have it on your Amazon story description near the bottom in small letters or something like that. Just somewhere so that as people are looking for your story, they have a way to see that that's there without needing to put it on the book or within the book itself. If you do want to include it, there is another debate going on within the writing world of do you include it at the beginning of the book or the beginning of the chapter? I would personally include it somewhere at the beginning of the book, maybe like on a title page or like a rating on the back cover like you would see on like a movie cover. At the chapter itself might anger some readers because they've invested time into the story and all of a sudden they're getting to that point of, oh, hey, now here's the trigger warning. You Like if you're going to include a trigger warning, you might as well include it earlier. By like, I don't know, having characters swear in the first act. Or first sentence, like The Martian. Yeah, if you don't like swearing, that book's not going to be for you. You're going to know that right away. I will argue that there's that side to including the trigger warning of, why not? It's not actually going to harm anything. It might spoil the book, but you know, whatever. But if that particular topic bothers the reader, they can skim over that scene or they can not pick up the book. I mean, that's really the only thing you're going to get is somebody not picking up the book because they don't want to encounter that scene. And you're going to actually benefit from that because if they pick up the book, read it, don't like it because of that scene, they're going to rate it poorly. I would say the onus is not on the trigger warning for people to recognize that they might be triggered by the content in the book. If you just went through a trauma, don't pick up a book that looks like it might have that trauma in it. Just go with the sunshine and rainbows for a little bit. That's okay. And as the author, you do need to do your due diligence and make sure that your book fits the genre that you're writing in. If you have those scenes, your cover is going to be darker. You are going to have some reference or some allusion to what happens within your blurb if it is a major key part of the story. You're going to make sure in all of that you convey, yes, this is a dark story. So whether you agree with Lee or whether you're right like me, your audience is probably in the same category as you. My audience would be rolling their eyes if I put a trigger warning in there saying, hey, by the way, there's violence in this book. And considering your audience is mostly like 60-year-old men, I agree with you there. You don't need trigger warnings. But That's the one thing. You are writing. You're writing for yourself. So if you feel that that is something that needs to be in your book, it doesn't do any harm to put it there. It doesn't really do any harm to not put it there. But it's something that you do need to think about. You need to consider. Because if you expect it, your audience will expect it. Right, selfishly. 
If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.